This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And I'm Cassie. And we're excited you're joining us on this journey of conscious rising. Wait, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked, Pete. It means we're going to be sharing our experiences and tools for a life centered in joy, purpose, and gratitude. Life as it comes our way. So, the good, the bad. Don't forget the what the fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always, take, take what, what you, you like and leave the rest. Welcome. Maybe, we gotta... maybe your like torso is shorter than everybody else's. So Welcome, like standing Katie up, and we're all the same height. Oh, hey guys, we're Adula, live. Look at that, Linda. Look at that, we're Linda, live. Look thank you so much. Everybody coming in, Lula. Look, I'm surprised she hasn't said something about meaning a booster sheet. 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 <laughs> She's holding out. Booster She's wait for the right yet. moment. Hey guys. Hi. Hey, Chelsea. Split. 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 Daughter. Can you phonetically write that in the comments, Chelsea, <laughs> yeah. so that we can... Actually, you know what? Us. She's probably tired of being asked to do that, so we could be kind Split. and say, if you would like, but no... Uh... You could just be Chelsea. We could just be on a first-name basis. Just Chelsea. Yeah. If you're wondering, if you're wondering, winter has hit San Diego. That's why we're all in long sleeves Oh, right my now. God. It's, it's so cold. It it's is so cold. 60 degrees outside, and we are freezing. But... I actually have an 60. excuse. It's really cold where I work. Hey guys, look, everybody's just piling in today. Hey, yeah. Melissa Ray Ray. Oh, I got it right. Woo. You got it right. It's because I have Eva. a weird last name, too. <laughs> Eva's here. Katie, my friend, said that she has an extra booster seat that I can use. <laughs> Eva, I saw on Facebook you picked up some new puppy animals. Although I don't know if you kicked them out again, but they looked cute. I hear you, Chelsea. Kindergarten learning Cassandra Poindexter. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's no T. But you did it. You did, did it. it. I what did. grade did you finally master it? Third, fourth? Oh, I mastered it when I was three. Yeah, oh, we do. We've got to go see Eva soon. Uh, Eva is an amazing chick. Uh, if you haven't checked her out yet, go to the Amazing or Amazing Me Movement. Put your put your uh, your link in there, Eva. Um, she's actually doing a 21 day challenge right now, which is really cool. You can go and check out the old, not the old, but like the past. I think she's only on day seven, possibly. Um, but it's really cool. Little challenges in there for you to lead a more authentic, happy life. Um, and there you go. Lisa Otto just joined us. Nice mm-hmm. to see you. Okay. So I shared. I shared it. Shared. I and shared everybody it. else, do the same thing if you don't mind. Hit that share button below. Yeah, so don't that you want to share us with your friends? <laughs> don't you want your friends to we're experience this? Is, this is too. Right. And we're in decent. <gasps> Did we put up the picture yet? Is the picture up? No. Oh, never no. mind. Just I'm going to try to put it Teaser. up. Gonna, oh, now yeah. Eva showed up as her, her page. So There you Amazing go. Me movement. Amazing Me Movement. There it is. Cool freaking chick. She lives down in Guatemala, Ooh. where we will be driving down there. If you'd like to join. You told me that it would take like a couple of hours. Eight no, hours? it's like a little over eight hours. No, it's not. 18 hours. Look it up. I would say it's like two days. It's like 18 hours. What? It's two days to get to like Missouri. Eight hours. But it's, okay, so it's the same amount of time that it takes for us to get to Kentucky, so... What? Yeah. Really? Like what? 18 hours or something. Yeah. I thought it was like eight or nine. <laughs> well, that's what you thought. <laughs> that's what so I, I looked it up. <laughs> and that is not true. Okay. Our producer is looking it up for us right now. Uh, Google. 46, 48. That's not right. Yeah. No, it's not. 48 hours. What? That's lies. 
Maybe that's driving on. That's those... lies. How fast do you plan on driving? Like the speed of light. Well, to be oh, fair, okay. some of the roads in Mexico are a little less than paved. Anyways, that's true. Okay, back well, to the back to the uh, back on on the paved road. How have you been for the past couple days? Did Travis tell you we got lost on a dirt road? Out in the desert, and like it was flooded so bad <laughs> yeah. that if oh, the I, potholes. yeah, like so bad, it was like a river had gone through there, and so I like had to detour. But anyway, that's a side story. So, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Yes, I'm not asking <laughs> you to because I was with you the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, hopefully, that's everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving with their families. Um, we, Pete and I, uh, had the pleasure. Calm yourself, producer Takaski. <laughs> what happened? I'm mean, right, watching, watching for the pooper. pooper. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> hope everything's coming out okay for you. Uh, we had a great time. We had the pleasure of being in, uh, invited over to this young lady's house, or actually her family. To my in, parents' house, yeah. Um, uh, Joshua Tree, California. It was the first time Pete and I had ever been there. It was a great experience. Experience, um, which kind of brings us to the topic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can't go home again. You can't go home again. So this was my topic because I grew up in Joshua Tree. If you guys don't know Joshua Tree, Google it. It's a it's famous. it's a it's a really beautiful national park. I didn't grow up in the park. I grew up in the town that surrounds it. Um, but growing up, it was just this honestly just this tiny ass town in the middle of the desert and. It was very close-minded. It was hot. There wasn't a lot to do, and I just wanted to get out of there. I spent my whole life completely focused on school so that I would get good grades so that I could go to college so that I could leave and not get stuck in this town because a lot of people get stuck there. It's a military town, so a lot of the girls from high school would end up you know, pregnant and married to Marine. And So I, I never appreciated this place when I was there. I spent some time in the park when I was a kid hiking, but I hadn't really gone back to hike since I was – 13 when I would rock climb and so that being said I moved to San Diego and honestly when I lived in this place 30 minutes away in Palm Springs people didn't even know that it existed and now living here in San Diego whenever I tell people that I'm from Josh Tree everyone be like oh my god you're from Josh Tree that's amazing I love Josh Tree I go there all the time like everyone is just in love with this place and so I had this idea in my head that I needed to go fall back in love with this town that I was from so we went there for for Thanksgiving to go see my parents. And I, I love my parents. I'm sorry. I don't I don't go see them up there very often. It's hot. It's far. My daughter goes up there all the time, but I don't go with her. So I was, yes, it's a YouTube, YouTube album. I was told by my dad that you two got lost there. Lisa Odo, this is for you. And that's how they wrote The Streets Have No Name because they were just lost and couldn't figure out where they're going because the streets didn't have any names. That's what I was told. I never Googled it. It's quite possibly a lie that my dad told me growing up. But <laughs> we'll that's, a whole, that that's a whole other podcast to <laughs> no, get into. Uh, so, so we go there and, oh, my God, this place is overrun. This tiny, tiny town that I grew up in that no one used to know existed. It was never busy. There's never traffic. It's just overrun. There's no parking in the park. There is, like, a line to get in. People are just stopping along the street in traffic, like halfway in the road to take selfies in front of Joshua Trees and they're like perfect summer dresses in the middle of November. And every little spot that I tried to take us, there was no parking. And then we went on one hike and there were so many people. I just sat down. It was just like, this is, I've, I've, li- I've never seen this many people here. I said it a hundred times. Give or take. <laughs> Give or take. And thinking about it, I just was like, 
you can never go home again. Like things change, you change. And I didn't appreciate it when I was there. And now it's never going to be what it was when I grew up there because Facebook ruins everything. I don't know. Everyone knows about it. What? And what? <laughs> just kidding. Not this Facebook. <laughs> just no one knew it existed. And now it's in like, you know, blogs of the places you're supposed to visit. And I'll never be able to just, or I'm not sure that I'll ever be able to have the opportunity I had again when I was a kid to go back there. And it just really hit home that you have to appreciate what you have when you have it because you don't know how long it will be there. Mm-hmm. And you Eva, might not have the chance again. Eva said, brought up a good point. It's like, oh, how things change so fast. Right. And so for us, we had never been there. It was a great experience for us. Like, you know, you you could have told us it was this huge metropolitan area that had like was booming and bustling and we would have known any different. The fact is, is that we got there. And it was just Cassie kept going, what? Where are all these people coming from? Where? I have no idea. There's never any of these people. It It wasn't any different for us. But to watch Cassie go through it, it was almost like you put yourself in that situation. I come from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Um, which is a very small town as well. Uh, we there's not a lot of people there, right? I mean, it's almost it's weird because it's almost just as famous where it wasn't on the map, and mm-hmm. then now there's a movie about your town and a, a YouTube album about your town, plus well, a lot of plus. other. Amazing YouTube album came out in the '80s. No one cared about it. Well, but I'm saying like it's a cultural icon because someone told us to go and look there. Right. Like we're all from we're all from small towns. Um, and what I was thinking as you as you were telling your story was that. I remembered a conversation about when Joshua Tree was a national monument, which is on the smaller scale of national parks. Right. And then they made it a national park. And it's like when all of us, wherever you go, it's the same. Like the landscape may change, the people's faces may change, but every person is the same in the context of like how emotions and how we live our lives and how we interact with people or don't. Um, And it's, it's when we put context to those situations as to whether or not they're important or the connections that we make that provide the value. So in this in this context, the government – and I'm just assuming this may have been where it started. The government said, hey, this is a really cool place. The trees, as you mentioned, are endangered. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes like a millennia to grow one. I'm yeah, over-exaggerating does. slightly. It takes but, like 60 years for them to come to maturity. Yeah, but someone said this area is – endangered or it's beautiful or it's a place to go and visit or whatever. And then all of a sudden people said, oh, that must be the case. Let's go. So, you know, my question then is like, you know, what is the difference between growing up and now versus what that place represents for you? Like, is it still, it's beautiful. It was a place to go and exercise. Like what was, why the issue with how busy it is now versus not really finding the the beauty of it when you were there? Well, Honestly, I'm not even sure I found the beauty of it now. Like, we were hiking, <laughs> right? Like, so it's amazing. It has these amazing rock formations, and I like to rock climb, and so I, I love that aspect of it. But I'm still walking through this area that's like, it's hot, and it's a desert, and it's brown, and it's dry. And like, for me, it's just everything that I grew up with. I feel like it would be the same if someone who grew up in back east where it's like green and it's forest like you don't really care that it's a forest but you took me there i'd be like oh my god there's all these trees what's all this rain what's all this water like it would just be a completely amazing experience for me and i think that what i was trying to tap into was this awe that people have for this town that i grew up in that i just like i'm like oh Kelly Haig just said, she goes, I'm all, I almost forgot Paris Jackson is trending, and she was at Joshua Tree like a month or two ago, and I bet that helped make it popular for Thanksgiving. 
<laughs> it could be. Maybe. That's a that's a for sure thing. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to think about like one time. When I don't I, even know who that is. Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Well, Just, it got really popular from Coachella Fest because Coachella Fest got really popular. And then all those like um, people going to those festivals, they didn't have anywhere to stay. And so a lot of them ended up camping in Joshua Tree or staying up the hill. And then it became this huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry, I was reading what my mom posted. Oh, I have Mm -hmm. like, so, you know, you were talking about it's like someone back east going back and going, oh, this is so gorgeous. This is so pretty. You lose kind of sight. It's jaded, right? You get a little jaded jaded. about what you're the true beauty of where you're from. Um, I used to live in Ohio for about seven years. And I remember I brought my ex home for Christmas one time and we were driving down. We got into Kentucky and she just starts looking up and going, oh, my God, this is so pretty. This is so beautiful. And I'm driving going, I don't understand what you're talking about. And it was just literally the mountains, you know, not even mountains, I guess, really in Kentucky. I mean, okay, she was from Ohio. The foothills, yeah. Yeah, there's no, it's so flat. Yeah, there. so the foothills that I had seen every freaking day of my life, I had just completely ignored driving back and forth. But it was the same with us whenever we went. I thought those rocks were gorgeous, right? You right. know, it was like, even though it was brown, it was something that you don't see. So whenever we get jaded about something, it's kind of a good reminder. I don't know if this is the same for you whenever we came, but it would maybe be a good reminder to kind of step back and take a look and to refocus on what we've seen for so long in our lives and go, you know what? That is pretty. That is gorgeous. I'm very grateful for what I've had or whatnot, but I can... I understand because our episode title is You Can't Go Home. I think there should be like a, an ellipses with expectations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think we all have those expectations that things are going to be the same. None of us like change. I don't care how much you say you do. Like you can adapt to change and you can adapt to being in an uncomfortable situation. But at the end of the day, like whenever we grow up with something, we don't want it to change, whether it's our childhoods or the way that we have celebrate Christmas or Thanksgivings or whatever it may be. That's a little different. So it was, you know, it never got on my nerves. I just thought it was very funny because you really did every, you know, a few hours were like, why are there so many people? (laughs) This is not how it was whenever I went back, you know, or whenever I lived here. Yeah, it wasn't. It also wasn't the experience that I wanted you guys to have. I wanted you to kind of experience like what my childhood was to like show it off. And instead, I just was like, this isn't the town. I remember there's never this many people. Like, the cafes had, like, hour-long waits. It just was insane to me that there were so many people. Um, and also, I think one of the reasons, too, was there were so many people, and I didn't necessarily believe that their intentions were true. So, like, we're driving through, and people are like, oh, with their sun hats and their sundresses and taking, like, selfies in front of the rocks. And then the next thing we would we would go, people have, like, stacked rocks on top of rocks which I get as a new thing that you're supposed that people do, really but you're cool. you're not supposed to touch yep. and move anything within the desert because there's habitats. I mean, it's a habitat and it's a very harsh habitat to live in. So the more that you alter it, the more likely you are to mess up someone something that's living there. But they, you know, people are just doing it because they think it's cool to like put stuff here and do that. And I don't know. It just was. It just was. It wasn't what I remembered from my being a kid. And I wanted to, like, show that to you guys because – okay, a couple things. Squirrel moment really fast. Do it. When my um, my cousin from Indiana, when his wife, who was born and raised in Indiana, came to visit us in Joshua – out there in Yucca Valley, 
her reaction was like that, but for the mountains out there. She uh, had literally gotcha. never seen mountains. And she just was like, she saw a hill and she's like, oh, that must be a mountain. And then she saw the mountains <laughs> and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> that must be a mountain. amazing <laughs> mountains. Like, You're like, nope. And you change <laughs> no, your head. Yeah. She's like, shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like completely overwhelming. But um, I think that what this episode is about is is sort of stepping back and seeing things for the beauty that they are in the moment because you do tend to get jaded. You're in relationships for a long time. You're at an office space for a long time. Even like the monotony of day to day, you know, it's really hard to step back and just appreciate what's there and see the beauty of it, even in the most like minute of moments. And it's so quick to get jaded. Not even talking about like going away from home for a long time. It was like, We've been, we've lived right down the street from the ocean for not even two months now. And it's almost like you tend to, if you don't kind of really focus on the true beauty of things, I don't care what it is, whether it's your life or your surroundings, you start to lose that if you don't stop and smell the roses every once in a while, I think. Yeah, I think, so having a kid... It's for for one, it's really easy to get jaded because I only have half the time. And by like day six, I'm like, okay, already. <laughs> I get it. It was cute. It Done. was cute five days ago, but today, no. But um, also, you get to re-experience things for the first time through their eyes. So That's one true. of the like, it's just you kind of see the world completely different, and things that would normally drive you crazy, you get to experience again as a child. Um, which is kind of a really important, and I can't remember where I was going with this. I had a, I had a thing to say. Well, that's it. That's the end of our show. <laughs> so I wonder, I wonder Linda, because Linda got to experience the desert. I don't think she's from there, right? No, my parents so she got are to experience... born and raised in LA. Okay. And I was born in LA, and um, we moved up there when I was three. Yeah. So I mostly grew up there, and they moved up there. Literally, they went like this. My aunt and uncle were like, why did you guys move up here, like so far away from the city, this and that? And my, my dad went, listen, do you hear that? <laughs> and then it was complete silence. And he's all, and my uncle was like, I don't hear anything. He's all, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I get that, especially having us been to L.A. for long enough, Mm-mm. visited. I mean, it was not a quiet spot anywhere. Mm-mm. Even at night, the, the airports and like we live directly over an airport takeoff path. So that that is definitely really cool. Um, but I wonder like if Linda has any... Um, insight on experiencing the desert through your eyes because your version of it was very much like it's hot and I'm bored. But you I still think, you still found ways to make it. I think that's their version of it too. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Mom, know. I do still think I, I, really, I still think that you know you the, some of the stories that you told us about your childhood, even though you know it seemed to be like it was you know hot and dusty and dirty like some of the stories you told us just kind of like brought pure joy to my face uh, it, whenever especially whenever you told us about how you used to play um <laughs> what's that one movie called uh tremors like where you oh, used yeah, to yeah yeah we play tremors if on anybody's the rocks. ever like watched the movie tremors if, like, i'm not going to explain it to you but there's this scene where like they if they... you haven't watched tremors get off this podcast yeah <laughs> Don't, don't really. But, <laughs> but just... there's this part where they like pole vault from like these big boulders to boulders to stay off the ground because there's these things coming up and eating them. But whenever you told me that, I like looked over. We were, you know, in Joshua Tree um, in the national park, and I looked over, and there happened to be just like three huge boulders in the distance where you could absolutely do that too. And I was just like, that's the most coolest like childhood ever, right? Yeah. So that I think that's what it was was. We spent a lot of time in the park when I was a kid and like 
I was I spent a lot of time outside as a kid. We weren't allowed to have video games. We rode our bikes everywhere. Um, we would go. We would. My parents worked all summer. My brother would watch me. He's four years older, and we would just go out and play. And we would go explore the desert. And we were would just. I mean, honestly, we would just leave in the morning. And we had a few people's houses. We would steal from their hoses to drink. Or we'd knock on their door, and they'd give us water. They knew who we were in the neighborhood, and we'd climb the rocks, and we'd just be outside all day. And then, you know, that lasted until I was like. 14 and my brother left and I became a teenager and I didn't do that stuff anymore. And so I think what I was really looking for was that intense love that I had for that place when I was a child. But then when I went when I was ready as an adult to like re-embrace that cuz for a long time then then I was like, "Oh, I hate this place. I just want to leave. It's hot and whatever." And didn't really go exploring and do all of that. Then when I was finally ready to embrace it again as an adult, and then we went back for this trip that was like my return trip, and I was like, "Oh, I'll experience it again through for the first time through Travis and Pete's eyes." Right? Yeah. They haven't been there. It's kind of like sure. that whole thing. And then I got there; it's just completely different. It just like wasn't what I was expecting. And it was really it was kind of heartbreaking to know that I just like couldn't go back. So there you, know? you go. So, th- so we usually we tend to like to start off these podcasts with a personal story of our own. Um, it's, I don't want to call it like a bitch fest, but it's kind of like something that we're challenging ourselves with or have challenged ourselves with over the past week. And then the last part, we usually like to talk about how we can prevent that happening from last time, from for the next time. So how do we, and this is for everybody, I mean, people that are listening to, how do we um, stop ourselves from becoming jaded, I guess, or stop ourselves from, or st- not even stop, start ourselves to be able to start looking. Your mom brought up that she's she's uh, experiencing things through Remy's eyes too um, and appreciating her innocence. But how can we do that for ourselves? For, you know, Pete and I don't have kids. Um, thank you, Lord. But like, <laughs> how do we, how do we start doing that? How do we start looking through things through like kid eyes? I don't know. I mean, I think it, you'd have to be really active at it. Like you'd have to wake up in the morning and be like, these are the things that I'm grateful for and like be grateful them, for them in the moment. But a lot of that has to do with taking the time to do that. Like literally just stopping what you're doing and appreciating that moment for what it is. Boom. And that's really hard as an adult to do. It's really hard, hard. but not impossible, right? I'm going to come at this from the devil's advocate pessimist what? side. What? Not, not necessarily from the pessimist side. I take that back. But you know, some of it comes down to preference too. Like if you as an adult got to place yourself as a child where you wanted to grow up, it probably wouldn't have been Joshua Tree. Right. Now, I'm, whether or not that's the actual answer, like for it me – It would have been the forest. It would have been the middle of the forest. Okay. So, mm. I mean, there's also something that comes to like to being honest with ourselves and saying, you know what? I appreciate that I'm here and having this experience, but I'm good. One and done. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay to not – like it now it's okay to just keep that memory when you were a child it's okay to never go back not saying that linda and dave she's not ever going to come and visit you but specifically like it's okay to just keep things as they were and not feel like that we have to repeat it to have that same effect it's like now we're looking for the next version of that adventure in its current form you know we have all these movies coming out now i'll say like beauty and the beast for example they remade that they remake all these movies and with new technology and stuff and while it's very entertaining it still takes some of that uh, original memory and like it creates a new experience that's just as beautiful without like going back and just redoing an animated movie about a beast and a girl like but they completely made it something new because they you know of updated time so it's like going back to joshua tree 
like my version, not going back because I've never been there before, but going back with you, you know, that was some, I mean, in Kentucky, we have national parks and we have cliffs and mountains and forests and snow and hills and flat parts every now and then. Everything um, but a desert. And But it's cool because this was a different type of rocks and mountains. It was a different type of, I didn't see any scorpions or snakes or like anything like that would have been. Yeah, dad. Whatever. No snakes. Well, apparently there's. Um, Hashtag just saying. Just saying. <laughs> well, and I'm glad because, I, you know, we'll keep those on the TV at National Geographic Channel. But, um, but it was a brand new experience for me. And when we go back, there's so much other stuff to do in that area, like the I'm, I'm going to butcher it, the meditation dome thing. Oh, the Integratron. Integratron, which we yeah, have which to we want to do a sound yeah, meditation. The sound bath, yeah. And um, there's a man who has painted all these rocks around his house. In the middle of the desert. Right. That's in a different area, but same desert. Right. But like, you know, we can expand upon – it's the same desert, same area. We can expand upon the area and and try new things without having to relive the same old spot or moment. Or, you know, so it's like it's finding – like maybe if we – next time all three of us go back, we take the area or something or we take Joshua Tree specifically and we find a way to create a new experience that – doesn't take away from the childhood but builds upon it that's yeah. a really good point because we had three really good well we've had more than three but kelly Hague said stop looking listen what's going on wait, wait i want to talk about one i'm gonna interrupt yeah. you okay lisa otto you is it Otto? Otto? Like, otto. Say, i say this wrong every time i'm sorry lisa otto uh said don't have expectations detach live in the moment so i think that was my biggest problem is that that is my biggest problem for everything i always have expectations um and I think a big part of it was that I didn't like I haven't actually had a desire to go fall back in love with Joshua Tree since moving away from there until recently because a bunch of people I know have been like, oh, I'm going to Joshua this weekend. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm going to Joshua. I'm doing that. And everyone's brought it up. And so I've been like, well, maybe there's something that I missed. So I'll go back and like see it. So I went there with expectations. You know, and like you guys went there and it was an amazing experience for you because you'd never been there before. And same thing for all these other people. But for me, I was just like, I had all these expectations that that's how it would be. But why would it be that way? I grew up there. Like, it's not ever going to be new for me. So I think that that was it. Okay. Yeah, no, for sure. Like that and daily. And I think one of my favorite ones is Elizabeth Talent Acquisition said daily mindset shift. Like almost, and we talked about this several several episodes ago to where it's almost good to be able to set some kind of alarm or or something in our phones to where we stop what we're doing. And you said this a little bit earlier, and to actually just enjoy the beauty or like see the beauty in mm-hmm. every situation that we're in. I don't care if you're sitting at a desk. I don't care if you're taking a walk in nature just to be able to have an, a conscious alarm. And your mom said a conscious effort. Um, to be able to stop, have that daily mindset shift and say, what is there to be grateful in and what is there to be – what beauty can I see in front of me right now? And if you if you are in a small room looking at a desk or a computer, then that's – it may be a little more challenging to find the beauty in it, right? But you can still do it. You can still find beauty in everything. So, um, And of course – I should have stopped you because you jumped in about what I was going to say, which was instead (laughs) – a shocker, right? You're welcome. Um, But it's like not going, not having those expectations about what we think is going to happen, whether it's our childhood or not. But realizing that as a chapter, closing that chapter, and then starting this really cool one, like starting new – 
what is the word I'm looking for? The new journey, journey, even yeah, like a new journey, so that you can like build upon that for the next time that you go. Right, everything that's happened in your childhood is done, unfortunately. Right, you can't go back to that, but you can start making new. What the hell are those things called? Whenever you do something on Me- a yearly basis. Habits, routines, Thanksgiving, traditions. traditions. There you go. Thank ding, you. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> but you can start making new traditions. You can start making new reasons that you fall in love with that place again. Because mm-hmm. I know that I fell in love with it. I'm pretty sure Pete can say that he fell in love with it too in some form well, or so fashion. Remy was supposed to go with us. There we go. Right, like that was going to be my it. I was like, oh, I can go <laughs> I rock climb with this. Remy. This will be like my new. And she decided. To stay with grandma and grandpa, and she she literally was like, "Well, I don't get to see them very much, mom, so I'm gonna stay with them because they miss me." And that's, a- <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, it's true," yeah. and that's a universe providing for us too. Because can you imagine I us know. have brought her on? Because we did some stuff. We bouldered. We that did. was a, that was we a new thing that we didn't. I didn't know about. I knew about rock climbing and I knew about kind of hiking, but. Cassie taught us about bouldering and where you really just kind of go all out and you're hopping from big rocks to another. Um, <laughs> right now, but it's there would have been no way. One of us would have had to have always stayed on the ground. Yeah, So for that was sure. a good yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And then when she gets older, she can start – that'll be something that we can go up there and do with her. I know, know? and I do want to start rock climbing with her. I think that that might be what the ticket is, is to start you know, yeah. rock climbing with her. And How cool of a new tradition that. would that be? Yeah. Fall in love all over again. And we're excited. I'll speak for myself. I'm excited to go back because of so many things that there still are to do. Well, yeah, we didn't get to do anything. So many people. But that's are. just it. We since it was our first time, some of the best. Mem- there was some really awesome memories that we made from you know cooking with your family to like enjoying a dinner with them. I really enjoyed getting to know Andy more. Right, I thought that was really freaking cool. Yeah. Like being able to have just us four there playing cards. You know. Sitting around a fire, that was a huge memory for me. The rock climbing and the bouldering that we did—I know that was one of your things that you I had know, this huge right? like idea of what we were going to do. That was amazing to me. So my my few days, two or three days, however long we were up there, were jam packed with these awesome memories. So take solace in that if you take anything. Oh, good. So I appreciate yeah. it, and, and I, I didn't I didn't have a bad time. I just no. was surprised. I know you were just, just like was like overwhelmed <laughs> by how many people were there. And that also goes again for Pete and I were talking about this the other day is that, you know, it's the good thing about um, scheduling your time, right? We've kind of fallen away from that a little bit more. But whenever you schedule your time more, then you actually have more free time to do what you want to do. So maybe the next time we go up there, we set a schedule about what we're going to do. And we wake a couple of people up instead of letting them sleep until 10 o'clock. Or you morning. and I just come up with some stuff <laughs> to do in the morning. We just and they come back and get the other guys. Yeah. Just take it <laughs> we'll as it rolls. We'll go for a morning. That's right. That's right. We'll right. go for a morning hike. Well, that's part of schedules, too. You can be like, everyone who's up by this time, this is I the like schedule. That. And if you're not, I'll be like, deuces. Yep. Bye. Yeah, that's a good idea. No, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. So we had a good time, and I hope everybody else had a really good time. Yeah. So you can't go home. You can't always go home. I'm I'm sure, you know, my mom always tells me that, and I'm sure you're also does too. You can go home, but you can't go home with expectations, right? It's not – if things change. Well, you can. (laughs) We see how that works. (laughs) If you like – if you repeatedly like disappointment, expect – Have expectations, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just think that it was a really good experience for all of us. So expectations is today's show. And you can't go home with them, right? No. 
Um, Great expectations. Do a little shout outs to everybody again. I think we got everybody that was on here. I also wanted to say hello to um, a very special little boy, Logan, that he may or may not still be watching, um, that I briefly paired for um, a while before leaving. Oh, that's yeah. a fancy he was word. A, he was a cool kid. <sighs> so it's... cool. He would have loved bouldering with us because he, whenever, you know, Pete came with me a few times over to um, take care of that, that awesome little kid. And it was like you would walk out and We're if still... he would see a tree. Huh? We're still alive. Oh. Yeah. Our our side had stopped playing, so I was checking. He's one of those people that would see a tree and he would look at it and he'd go, "That's a great climbing tree," <gasps> and he would just walk up to it and start climbing up it like a little I monkey. Do that. I know he was so <laughs> freaking cool. Um, so I just wanted to say a quick shout out to them and, and everybody that has joined us today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a Jerry Springer right now. I'm going to ask you guys final thoughts. Um, I'm going to wrap up with Lisa Otto's comment that we forget that home is a feeling and not a place. Ooh, and boom. I think that <clears throat> Travis and I were talking about this the other day, or I was mentioning a couple of my thoughts about, you know, the more we, the more we learn about consciousness and being still and going inside, um, and listening for answers rather than finding like all these external things to solve our problems, the less important the material world actually is for me anyway. And that's not everybody's experience. Um, but when it comes to like, what we're doing here even why our hearts are even beating right in this moment is because of the experience we have with – and it's not even just pe- – I'd say people. Experiences we have with our relationships is a big part of it. But I mean you can go and sit under a tree and have just as meaningful a conversation with a tree as you could with a human being. I mean you get you, what I'm going with that? <laughs> well, OK. So w- whatever whatever cool. it is, like we can all go and experience the world and appreciate that moment, whatever's in front of us. So it's like – it's about the relationships we have with ourselves, other people – in the world around us, not just the physical material things that are in it, mm-hmm. but it's that relationship. So that's – thank you, Cassie, for this topic today because that was a good reminder so cool. about yeah. how to proceed going forward. Yeah. yeah. I really like that it went from this idea of like appreciating the moment to not having expectations because that is always my one hang up. I always have expectations or plans or ideas and going with the flow isn't always an easy thing for me to do. Even if I act like I'm going to the flow in my head, I'm just like not going with the flow. <laughs> and not hiding I'm it like, well. yeah, I'm totally fine. I <laughs> 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 supposed to be out of here an hour ago. <laughs> so that's always, always a hard time. And perception for me. is a good thing too, right? So these, like, these expectations that you have like, led to a perception that, you know, for you, it was completely different than what it was for us. Yeah. Right? We had an amazing time. It was a great time. I know you did too. But it's like our perception was completely different than yours. We were just like these two kids that have seen the world for the first time. And that was a that was a really hashtag blessing. Yeah. <laughs> thank good. you for the rock and the dirt and the And thank you, dust. Linda. And thank you, Dave. It's beautiful. Um, your parents were amazing as yes, well as – Yes. Thank you for hosting uh, us. Andy and his his mammy. And the puppies. Um, all yeah. the puppies. All the puppies. All, all my puppies. puppies. I love them all. But all your I puppies. hope everybody yeah. had an amazing, as amazing experience for Thanksgiving as you we did. And if you didn't, go make that experience every single day. And um, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. Bye. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. All right. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Oh, my gosh. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Please like us on Facebook and drop us a message to say hi. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and share us on your favorite social media. Special shout out to Specialty Produce Network. Aw, thanks. 
and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. And we're better together. Until next time, get, get out, out there, there and tap, tap into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.